Holding the Ball, the podcast with Mike and Bomber. Well, welcome back after a uh, big delay, big layoff. Mike, we're here. I can't believe we're back. Seems a bit of a strange uh, few months. I think I heard 81 days or something between games. It's the longest uh, longest turnaround off a Freo loss in, a, in quite a while. <laughs> oh, sorry, I've gone early. I've gone early. Oh, it's <laughs> taken uh, an early cheap shot. I have. Uh, so how's it been, mate? How's uh, isolation or whatever it is? It's been good. I think I worked from home for about five, six weeks. Um, but yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Didn't mind it. Got into a bit of an exercise routine, which is out the window now. <laughs> good. Yeah. How about Did, you? Uh, yeah, no. It's, yeah, hasn't changed much. <laughs> Teaching, it's been fun. Uh, have you missed footy? Uh, I must say during, I wasn't really too fussed either way. I was sort of probably more on the side of they should just can the season and start next year. Mm. Uh, but I must say in the last couple of days, I've been getting pretty excited about it. Yeah, it's good. Th- starting Thursday night, obviously, with Collingwood and Richmond at a sold-out MCG. Yeah. Um, will be uh, – yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, so uh, get excited. And, you know, we need to make mention of, you know, my call, and I called this all through last year, the home of football will be Metricon Stadium <laughs> uh, for – a big portion of the season by the looks of it. It is the home of football, the home of football. as you penned it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's the hub, the Gold Coast hub now. Mm. The WA and South Australian teams are heading up and they're going to have a little round-robin competition up there yeah. amongst themselves. Yeah. And just quietly, you know, players can complain, but just the four weeks on the Gold Coast, it could be worse. I must say, at, at the resort, at the age that the players are, you know, Mm. Some of them 18 to, say, early 20s. Pubs opening up. You would love (laughs) I mean, mean, they're not allowed to do much. Mm. Uh, I know the the dockers have sent a truck on the road filled with golf clubs and surfboards. Uh, One of the club sponsors just got a truck for them. Yeah, why not? But Yeah, I I don't know how much of that's going to be going on. Is there the bonk ban? The, is there? Did you hear about? I that? didn't hear about this there bonk was a, band. A bonk band. Uh, so I think it's like a, you know, just don't want any casual things going on up there. <laughs> oh, no, so, I didn't uh, hear that. That's fantastic. Bonk, bonk band is in place. Bonk well, band. I don't know what the penalty is, but uh, okay. Yeah, a bit rough for some of these guys in, <laughs> in their prime. <laughs> oh, no, not going there. Uh, but um, though I did see uh, our man Damo Barrett saying that. Uh, the, uh, the Gold Coast should be uh, chatting to any um, Adelaide Port, West Coast Freer player that's out of contract while they're up there um, and yeah. just uh, saying, hey, fellas, how do you like it up here? Yeah, you like the sunshine? Like the surf? Like the uh, yeah. the bars will be opening Been a up. couple of dockers that have gone up there in recent Weller years. Matt and Weller Collins. and Collins. And I guess uh, Lockie Neal went to Brisbane. Brisbane yeah. So, so don't know. Let's talk about – I've heard whispers about Will Schofield. Oh, okay. But – yeah, I don't know. He's probably a sort of if, you, if you, all your best players are available, he probably wouldn't. He'd be. Don't tell know. him that, but probably not. He gets a bit upset about that one. I think yeah. will that he <laughs> might just be. Anyway, but uh, yeah, now so yeah, interesting. So uh, we're going to talk about a few things that are going on. Yeah, well, uh, let's start with the Hall of Fame, which uh, came up this week or over the last couple of weeks. I think they've slowly been releasing some names, uh, which has been quite interesting. I think this is the first year in. Uh, Quite a little while where I've gone every name tick. 
tick. Okay. Tick. I think they got it right. So should we start off with the legend, uh, John Kennedy? Yeah. Oldest living legend at 91 years of age. So Don't try, do. Yes. That's the famous quote. Yeah, good quote. Uh, wasn't like a gun player at the Hawks, but was a bit of a heart and soul player. Um, but obviously made his name as a coach and then was on, I think, the yeah. commission in the 90s. So I think so. I heard that he'd played 199 games for Hawthorne and 119 for North Melbourne or something like that. So it's a fair few games. Oh, yeah. Nah. So contribution, uh, I don't think anyone's arguing with that as a legend. So the 29th legend to go into the Hall of Fame and uh, for mine... A well-deserved one. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think either of us know too much about him. Obviously, didn't see him play or anything. But no, um, but no I love seeing some of these old blokes uh, who you hear a bit about um, get inducted in, in worthy legends. So, good. And there was a couple of Port Adelaide blokes before we get on to yep. the big WA uh, news to come out of this. So, Greg Phillips and John Abley. Now, I don't know those blokes, but... Do you got any more intel than I've I do? Got, I've got nothing, unfortunately, <laughs> okay, so but uh, congratulations well to those guys. Well done to those guys. Um, and our, our, own, our own Dennis Cometti. Yeah. Um, well deserved, I well think. Well deserved. Recognised as probably up there, well, the top couple of commentators, I think, that have been going around the last 20 years. Yeah. I did see on the Waffles Twitter, I did say they posted a, a picture of a scrawny Dennis Cometti playing for West Perth. Yeah. Um, a long time ago now, but the golden tonsils, uh, that's fantastic to see him get the recognition he deserves. Yep. Uh, so happy with that. And then the four modern, and I don't like when this word's bandied around, but the four modern superstars. Yep. That uh, firstly we started with the two colours, black and brown. Yes. The two Brisbane premiership. Part ones. of the, uh, the three-peat mm-hmm. uh, team there, which you know, dominated, yep. didn't they, for a few years there? Yep. And then you got Lenny Hayes, who, you know. I think he's the one that no one dislikes. Yep. Everyone loved Lenny Hayes. Yep. And the one that obviously I'm pretty wrapped about is Big Dean Cox yeah. uh, getting in there. And I, I tend to think, you know, he was the ruckman that really started this midfield ruck. Yeah, the Brody Grundy Yep, type. the Grundy prototype. Uh, Cox, you know, a lot of people sort of, um, forget about the impact he had on the game when the Eagles were in those two grand finals in the mid-2000s. I think he was massive and a super player. And he, he took was. over from Michael Gardner, who was pretty bloody good at the time as well. So, Yes, that's true. Mm. And then and Gardner so lost it. Lost it uh, <laughs> in multiple avenues. But um, Well, I think I read also that he was a, a pick 20 in the rookie draft, Dean Cox. There you go. You'd take that every day, though, mm. wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. And mm. Um, certainly, uh, large Cox from the uh, was a famous call and popular call from the, uh, the second tier at, at Old Subi, mm. which I see Subi has now been opened up to the public. Yes, um, and they've still got the old wooden benches there, so that's yeah, good. You might have to take the boys down there. Yeah, some the point. old uh, mm. Subi Oval. So that, that the Hall of Fame, big win, yep. big one for us. Um, one, f- oh, are you going or am I going? No, no, you go. Harley Bunnell. Okay, one I need to just put your way. Yep. Um, I, I saw a tweet. Uh, very recently that said from a Freo supporter and said, listen, I've had enough, right? It'd been a rough year last year for the Dockers uh, faithful. Big, big uh, expectation. End of the year with your coach gone. Your CEO, was it? Your CEO gone yep. or a head administrator gone? And then someone says, 
if Harley Winnell plays a game for Melbourne, <laughs> that'll just about tip me over the edge. <laughs> and the latest reports coming out of Melbourne, uh, the man who hasn't played since round 23, 2017, is uh, looking the goods. He looks good. Um, for a comeback, potentially. Mm. Thoughts? Uh, I've got sort of sitting on the fence a little bit here. I'd hate to see him play from a knockers perspective <laughs> <laughs> only because it would it would feel a little bit like four years at we Freo. couldn't get him right and he's spent you know a few months at another club and he's mm. he's cherry right ready to go um look i i wouldn't be surprised if he played a couple of games or half a game and pulled his the calf, calf <laughs> again um but look from a i'm, I'm glad that he's getting from a chance a humanistic point of yeah, view yeah i guess <clears throat> So been walking, my club yeah, alliance. Been walking the tan, which is a nice little spot, obviously, for those of us not uh, in the in the Vic. Uh, mm. The tan, a nice little track to be walking around. The Botanic Gardens there. So been walking that uh, regularly, hundred times, yeah. which really doesn't seem that many, seeing we've mm. been in isolation. But um, yeah, so good, good on Halle Bunnell, and yep. hopefully for Freya pl- players, he does supporters, well. he hope gets he, a game. Hope he yeah. gets some game time and, and does okay. Absolutely, Just not against us. Yeah. Um, It'd be remiss of us not to talk about the impact of this COVID yep. sort of uh, outbreak and obviously the impact financially has yeah. been the main one on clubs. 50% player cuts, yep. pay cuts. Yep, absolutely. And Stuff. oh, something we must talk about, which just, you know, Mike and I happened to just catch up last week and uh, had an interesting discussion. I should get your wife on the line. No, no. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Because this would be a very good discussion to have with uh, with uh, with I your lovely wife. Going. Clubs gave us some options regarding our membership. Um, I decided that I wasn't going to pledge my fee because I think as much as I love my beloved Eagles, we're doing okay. And they're happy to say we're doing okay. Didn't need to ask the AFL for any assistance. So I said, I'll just take a credit and put it towards next year. Thank you very much. Mike, on the other hand, <laughs> now, and I'm, I hope Mike doesn't mind me, man. Mike is an accountant by trade, <laughs> very clever, with, very, uh, you know, shrewd with his money. What option did you choose to do with your, <laughs> your membership? <laughs> I don't want my money. I just wanted to get rid of it. So. <laughs> no, I, uh, I did the, what they called the platinum pledge. Platinum? Uh, it's not yeah, any pledge. I, I say... Yeah, there was a few levels of pledges, and I've gone with the top pledge. <laughs> gone with the top pledge. His wife is an eagle supporter. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which basically means they keep your money. Uh, there's a few benefits attached, uh, one being possibly winning a house, which is probably the, the main one. Um, although I noticed uh, they're basically getting anyone who is interested in donating money to the club an entry into the competition if they put 100 bucks in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there was a few other things associated with that. Uh, and yeah, they got me and they got you. look, I think the main thing here is putting club allegiances aside. If you look at it purely from a financial perspective, Dockers needed the money more than, uh, I guess the Eagles do. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. No arguments uh, there. And if it was purely based on that, um, you know, it's sort of a, I don't know. Help the club out. Pull the heartstrings and Pull Mike's the heart just strings. gone bang. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I say good. for about six weeks there during the thing when they weren't giving me any communications about what was going to happen with my membership, I was pretty disappointed. <laughs> and then they uh, they threw these options at me and, and I, I caved. The uh, butterflies flew out the wallet into the Frio coffers. Uh, 
and I didn't on the COVID and, and there's been the big thing for mine has been local footy and what's going to happen there. Uh, I did notice, and I saw a bit of this on, on the socials, East Fremantle, um, I guess, made it public that they were sort of struggling a bit and launched a GoFundMe page, which I saw has just clocked up $100,000. Um, good for them yeah, because uh, they're one of our local clubs who have probably been around the longest and are really struggling at the moment. So good on them. Hopefully they can put that money to good use to keep them as – and keep the local comp strong. That's what we want. Yeah, we would like to see it stronger. Um, Without a good local comp, your your teams, your, yeah. your local AFL teams don't get the players coming through. So Yeah, I reckon there probably end up being some changes around that whole second-tier competition thing across the country at, at some point given... A reserves comp would be great. I would love a reserves comp where you mm. just play the curtain raiser every week, mm. uh, follow the team around. Yep, no arguments there. Mm. Now, Mike... Got a couple of things to ask you about. Right. I know you may have a couple of things to ask me about, but sure. so without notice, I need to ask you about Darty. <laughs> so what's going on with this bloke? Training on Wednesday, back of the line, which was often my favourite place to be <laughs> at uh, footy training, uh, collapses during a training drill. Is back training on Friday, two days later. So Ambo's called to, to training and uh, apparently according to a teammate of his results, came back from his test really good. So insightful stuff there from the Frio team. Really um, That's really, a medical term. <laughs> yes, yeah, a medical term <laughs> for any uh, medical professionals out there, practitioners out there. What is going on with Darty? Sorry, just having a sip of our oh, sponsor. Uh, Tim Boone. Tim Boone. So it's support local. Uh, Tim Boone Distillery Port Expression. Get onto that if you haven't already. It's d- very, delicious. Very, very nice. Um, yeah, look, uh, what can you say? I mean, you, someone collapses from, from nothing. It's a bit of a, a, bit of a scare. Um, maybe there's some underlying issues there. But look, I, I think he's probably in the team at the moment because – there's, you know, maybe Hogan's been out of the team and things like that. But I think once the team is completely full of our forward options, I mean, they, he was training to be a winger this McCarthy. year. Yep. Good good so, shoe on him. Yeah, he's got a good kick. Um, I don't know what else he's sort of... <laughs> what else he's sort of good at? <laughs> Haircuts, questionable at Haircut, times. Attitude, lifestyle. Attitude. Sorry, did oh, I go there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but look... I don't know. Unfortunately, I think his career has gone downhill the last few years. And while he, he had a promising start to life at GWS, um, I think, uh, yeah, not good signs there. I wouldn't be disappointed if, you know, our team was solid enough not to need him. Okay. And on, on to that, another forward option, we just mentioned Jesse Hogan. Yes. Apparently going okay. Yeah. What's your intel? Any excited. Intel? I'm very excited. Um I don't have any intel. Okay. But I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, Look, uh, anyone he, can train well now when the pubs are closed, mate. <laughs> well, he <laughs> he might have been able to sneak into the pubs. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. He's got connections. Maybe, pro- no doubt. Um, yeah, like obviously had off-field issues, but I think once he's going, he, he's a quality player. So mm. I really hope he gets going. Yeah. Um, Looked good in the yeah in the practice match that we had last week. Mm. Apparently, was running really really well. So um, excellent. Hopefully, the foot problems and the mental problems have passed him by, and he can move on and mm. kick some goals for us. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, what else we got here? Um, I just was. Are you going to go? Not you look yet. like you're excited. Oh, <laughs> come on. I was just going to bring up one of your things on. that you'd flagged with me. Your mate. My mate. Kane Corns. Oh, Cornsy. Can, oh, can we leave that for a minute? Okay. And we'll come back to that. I was just going to touch very quickly on Willy Rioli. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on here. No. Maybe. So, had his two incidences last year, well documented. He posted a image of him training solo up on the Tiwi Islands two weeks ago. Uh, where, where is he? What is going on? Like He's how in the Tiwi Islands. Huh? He's in the Tiwi Islands. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, very easy. But why has nothing been done here? Oh, was it, it was just before finals, wasn't it? it was or during finals? During finals. So it's been what, six months? More than six months. So this is September. We're now in June. So yeah. this is nine months and we haven't got a decision. I think traditionally these things Asada are couldn't taken. have been doing too much else, mate. <laughs> no, <laughs> I been. agree with you fully, but their track record of turning these things around is very, very poor. Oh, so, look, I think what will end up happening is he'll probably get something like two years and because he hasn't been playing for a year by the time they make the decision, he'll it'll just be an year. extra year. Yeah, It's bullshit. Um, <laughs> sort it out. Um, yeah, I know you want him back, but... Um, oh, I'd, I'd, it's, you just want a decision. Yeah, you know, that's, that's all you want. He deserves a whack. You know, no no complaints, arguments there, um, but just sort it out. Um, a really important one that I wanted to bring up just before I just launch uh, into what Mike was talking about before. Tomorrow, or when this comes out, it'll be today, is uh, the day of the big free six. And you hopefully have seen, uh, hopefully you've got Holding the Ball podcast on your socials and uh, you would have seen an image of Mike and myself. And uh, so... Doing it a bit differently. Obviously, can't have the big freeze at the G this year. So, all 18 clubs have nominated a slider uh, and it's going to be broadcast on Channel 7. So, if you haven't, now just a, a little bit of a plug. We don't, we normally just plug alcohol in here, but we'll plug something a little bit more uh, relevant to the community, I guess, this time. So, the sliders we've got Tex Walker, Mitch Robertson, Patrick Cripps, Dill Sidebottom, Arazio, Michael Walters for the Dockers, Selwood. Of the Joel variety for Geelong, Brandon Ellis, Toby Green, Isaac Smith, Christian Petrarca, Big Benny Brown, Tom Rockliffe, Jack Rewalt, Brad Hill, Isaac Heaney, Brad Shepard for the Eagles and Bailey Smith. So not a bad list of people sliding tomorrow. Yep. Uh, go to Coles and get a beanie yes. or go to fightmnd.com.au. And I must give a shout out to a good mate of mine who's recently been diagnosed, Ben Riley. Uh, Team MND, Team Riley versus MND is the YouTube channel. An absolute inspiration is Ben. So uh, get behind this great cause and support, support, support. Yep. Um, big freeze. Go and get your beanies now. Do it. Yep. Um, now. Hold on. Before okay. we get, we'll leave Kane Corns to right. the end. Okay, sure. Uh, I had a couple of questions for you. Okay, I'm and ready. These are more sort of, yeah, questions without notice. I'm, I'm pushing this for a new segment of ours mm-hmm. each week. We'll just bring up some random okay. questions. Okay, yeah, right. I'm, I'm all for it. So nothing to do with anything. Sure. Um, best debut ever. <laughs> now, I, I'm sort of thinking of this purely from – I went back, had a little, little bit of a look at the round one highlights. Uh, <laughs> You're thinking of your man. I've, I've got Sam Sturt written Sam, here Sam, somewhere. Sam, Sam Sturt had three goals on debut, uh, copped a big hit in the back of the head from – what's the guy's Something name? Dirty Essendon. Uh, anyway, kicked three goals on debut, almost, I guess, won us the game. Yeah. Uh, what's your memory of the best debut? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, 
Now, you go on. I'll I'll just go because give you some a yeah, couple of minutes you. to think. My the one that comes to mind for me is Ryan Nyhouse. Uh, kicked four goals on debut, including the match winner against North Melbourne in 2017. Uh, believe he's been delisted by the Dockers. Has uh, plays for Claremont now, or was so, going to play for Claremont this year? So uh, yeah, that that's uh, a, a memory of mine of a uh, an awesome debut. I think there've been a number of players that have kicked goals on debut, especially with their first kick. But what's your memory of... Uh, oh, I think I've got something here. Yeah? We'll just edit out this bit where I'm sort of dreaming and waiting. Did, right. did Juddy do some good things on debut? I'm sure he did. Maybe. <laughs> um, we'll come back to it because this one's a bit easier. I've got another one for you. Given that he was inducted into the Hall of Fame uh, this week, mm-hmm. what's the best Dennis Cometti comment? The best one-liner he had that you can remember. I liked one where he was um, commentating at Marvel Stadium and uh, it was something along the lines of, and it was David David Waterponder uh, casually just strolling around the uh, halfback flank for the Eagles and he's just, uh, and you know, looking at options upfield with that uh, piercing right foot that, that Waterponder had and he just picked it up and goes, Wurrapunda surveys the terrain and then delivers up forward. And it was just, it was, and, and there was another one where he said, oh, it was Bickley to Buckley or, or something like that. And he said, oh, the Hawks or someone's attacking alphabetically. I think I've got a book of uh, committee one-liners somewhere. Okay. Well, maybe you could uh, bring a couple of those out next week. We'll do it. We'll do it. But now, nah, committee legend, legendary stuff. All right. Well, we'll get back to you on the debut. Maybe you can uh, think of one think by of the one. end of the show. I will think of one. Uh, obviously, the uh, ones that stick out for Kometi for me are the uh, the obvious ones, the centimetre perfect he used quite often. He sort of slowed it down uh, towards the end of the uh, career, I thought, and other people sort of tried to stick And the other him. popular one was the uh, bobbing up and down like a cork, like a cork in the ocean. ocean. Yeah, I the think that might have been, uh, was it Wilson at the Eagles that was? Oh, yes, Troy Wilson. There's a player. Anyway. I've got one. Oh, you've got one. Uh, this Here's a name, and this guy was known for his high marks, and I know this because it was against West Coast. Um, and it was a guy by the name of Andrew Walker. Yes. I remember watching this game at Princess Park, as it was called, round five, 2004. He had 26 touches, nine marks, four tackles, and three clearances at only 17. And uh, wow. the Eagles... Uh, Went down to the Blues that day. Wow. Okay. So a young 17-year-old Andrew Walker. You've got a good memory to remember that's, something like that. That's uh, just, just sitting back there. I just <laughs> had to get it from the back, and the cortex to the front. the vault. <laughs> there you go. Another uh, issue before we move on to Cornsey, mm. the prison bar jumper <sighs> issue. What are your thoughts on this one? Oh, I think I know what your thoughts are. But <laughs> it's pretty oh. obvious what 99% of Australia's thoughts are, I think, on this one. I, I don't care. Yeah. Is that all right? Can <laughs> yeah. I say that? I, I don't know what the uh, listeners out there think. Let us know. Um, I think Eddie was threatening to, to sue Koshy. Eddie, well, have, how long have Port been wearing the prison bars? Like, I, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever. Like, Eddie's just – he's got a bit upset over – you know, so very, very uh, uh, sort of defensive. His, yeah, defensive to uh, his stripes, black and white stripes, mm, isn't he? He always has been, but just I don't care. Well, yeah. Port, while Port are playing in the uh, hub, they can should be able to wear what they like. Yeah, well, I think the idea was that they might try and wear it for the derby showdown, showdown, uh, because you know it's sort of a history type thing, and the 
sort of mm. South Australian rivalry. Yeah. Oh, I think it'd be good. Yeah, I, yeah no issue. Yep. Don't care. All right. Cane corns. So Cane I corns. came up with, and this was actually harder than what I first thought, five stupid things that Cane Corns has said during isolation. He was probably just read out the last five things he said. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't hard. <laughs> now, the last one, and this is probably the worst one, he had a – so number five. Okay. Number yeah. five. Uh, he had a feud with an NRL player by the name of Mark Gayer. Now, I hate rugby. Those who know me will know that I hate rugby. Yep. Shout out to rugby fans out there. Over Isaac Heaney having a bit of fun on a farm. I think he was doing a bit of the Ollie Wines that he – Broke his collarbone last year. I think he was just having a bit of uh, bit of fun. And uh, Cornsey, of course, has hit out because that's what Cornsey does. And uh, this NRL player backed Haney and said, you know, he's not hurting anybody. He can have a bit of fun, da 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 and called Corns irrelevant, <laughs> which, you know, Corns is trying to be relevant. That's what he does. He, he uh, grab the headlines. And so in true court, Kane Corns fashion, he goes, who is he? I had to Google him. I've never heard of him before. I've got 120 games on him. Um, so <laughs> just stroking the old ego. Uh, yeah, so whoever that NRL player is, um, just upset Cornsy a bit. So that was good. Number four. Number four is his ongoing feud with Tex Walker. Mm. Uh, so... There was this whole thing about Corns is going to reveal a player who's texting him while he's on air, on air. Do you remember that one? This was early April. Okay. Um, and uh, Tex got on the Twitter straight away and said, Cornsy needs to stop having a sook. <laughs> and uh, and Cornsy came back saying, I'm that inside this guy's head that he's mentally fragile. So <laughs> Cornsy just loves to stroke his own... Uh, bit like his uh, playing style, I think, just trying to get in guys' heads with his yeah, tagging. loves and, it, loves yep. it. Uh, number three, he called Braden Maynard the most underrated player in the AFL. Oh, God. Get over it. So, for a start, anyone who plays for Collingwood is not underrated. Because they're, yeah, they're, uh, they're all overrated. Um, here's some names for you for underrated. If you, I just did a bit of a – I actually found someone did a list of the, of the 22 – uh, underrated AFL players if you okay. picked a side. And I went, I like these names. Brad Shepard, David Mundy, Mundy, Josh Kennedy from Sydney, Jared Lyons. If you went with anyone from Collingwood, it'd be Crisp. Gun, like him. Uh, Phil Davis, and I think Jared Witts was in there as well. Braden Maynard's not underrated. He's played like three games. Calm down. Yeah, I agree. Uh, no thanks. Uh, number two was one this week where he slammed the AFL for their comical COVID-19 protocols. Uh, things such as no handshakes, 1.5 metres on the bench. Corns labelled it a joke. <laughs> That's just the it, community rules. You've got it's to, not just you've, the You've AFL got to rules. do it, Cornsy. You've got to do it. Um, a social distancing. You know, yeah. we've been doing it for a while now. Um, yeah, just being a toss pot. And then number one yep. had to be him calling Alex Jezelenko's mark the most overrated mark of all time. Uh, had to be the best one. Uh, so where it ended up him having an interview with Jezelenko's daughter on SEN, on air, and uh, his daughter just not happy. But, uh, yeah, so Cornsy's been on fire. He's been just doing what Cornsy does, being a tool and... Yeah. <laughs> Everything he does is just, yeah. Quality. Quality from Cornsy. grabbing. Anyway... Round two. Let's have a little break and we'll come back with some round two discussions. The Holding the Ball Podcast. We're back. 
been pretty a couple of good games a couple this week. of big ones uh which would be oh, i mean we start off on thursday night let's get straight into it start off with collingwood v richmond yep. one that i bet the afl would have been licking their lips at a huge crowd given exactly uh where two sides currently are at i'm surprised that maybe they didn't sort of push back some of the big games to maybe hope for some crowds later in the season yeah um no arguments there but if, uh, because I think every team's now playing each team once, isn't it? Yes. That's, that's how it's going to work. So It's all about ratings, never get my the, friend. Uh, it's all again. about ratings. It is, yeah. So the Thursday night, Collingwood-Richmond. And this game will be a ratings bonanza. It will. First yeah. game in, what do you say, 81 days. Yep. Uh, it's going to be massive. So Collingwood-Richmond, um, I don't think these two have got any big selection queries. I no. think Mason, Mason Cox, Cox misses yeah. and... I think I read something that said um, Richmond's only real big regret over the last three years can be that preliminary final where Mason Cox dominated and Collingwood made the grand final against West Coast. Um, But this will be a ripper. I think personally, and we won't dwell on this for too long, I think Richmond will be too good. I agree. I think the Tigers are um, definitely the team to beat this year. Yep. So both sides won in round one. I think we need to remind people of that because they probably don't remember. But uh, definitely Richmond for mine and uh, at the G, I think they will get the chocolates in that one. So we move to Friday and down at GMHBA. And that's the talking point mm. because Hawthorne haven't played there, I think it's for 12 years or something like that. Mm. So... Uh, I think they might have to send them a map or something yeah, to show them how, how to get there. Nice drive down the highway. Princess um, Highway, I think. Yes, uh, down to Geelong. So Geelong Hawthorne, it's a nice setup down there. It's a nice little... Uh, yeah, man, nice little, nice little spot. Yeah. Um, how do we think this will go? Because Geelong got pumped by... Well, not pumped. Well, they... I can't remember the exact scoreline, but Geelong lost to GWS in round one. Yeah, five goals. Uh, and but then GWS Hawthorne, I think we say, beat Brisbane. Hawthorne beat Brisbane in in um, let's not forget that was in Tassie. Okay, Hawthorne do love it down there. So I don't know. This one's I think a little bit hard to pick. Um, I think Geelong probably a little bit of an overrated side in my opinion. You've always thought that though. Yeah, maybe, but I think they've got players that are very shout at out, the end of their careers. Shout out to my brother Steve, who hopefully is still listening after. However many minutes in we are. Hates Geelong for no reason, but just hates them. Yeah? Yeah. I don't hate them, but I just think that they've they've been topping up their list for a long time. Yeah. And they've stayed up for a long time. They have. Yeah. yeah they- I'm picking Geelong here. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think I'll, I'll challenge you. I think Hawthorne are oh, over The Hawthorne are... At- Probably similar. And they've been doing the exact same thing. I guess they're the two teams that have been up Mm. there for a while now. And I think they're due for a bit of a drop. Yeah. Uh, I think that the deciding factor might be the ground. Mm -hmm. Um, Hawthorne probably like that MCG open wide spaces, whereas this is a bit of a smaller ground, I think. Um, So, look... Do I need to go Hawthorne just purely for our... Up uh, to you, mate. Up to you. You, you stuffed right. up your tipping last year. I'll go years. Hawthorne. Okay. Because uh, my tipping's useless anyway. It is. So stick with me, folks. Geelong for the win here. First game on Saturday, Brisbane hosting the Dockers at the Gabba. Mm. Mike, over to you. George's. Sam Sturt, four goals. <laughs> well, I think that the talk is Sturt won't play. Oh, def- no chance. I'm Frio, mark it down as a loss. I... <laughs> I don't think that uh, – I think he might have – he's got some sort of injury, so I don't think he's recovered um, fully. 
and I'm not even sure if he's going to the hub. Oh, dear. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know who's going yet, but, um, yeah, uh, he's not playing this game. Um, I think, I mean, Brisbane lost to Hawthorne in round one, 81 days ago or thereabouts. Yes. yes. But, uh, and the Dockers just lost Essendon. Uh, I think that the Lions are clear favourites here and, and should get the win. But, uh, I agree. I'm excited to see uh, what team we put out there. Mm. Some of the names, young kids floating around that didn't get an opportunity round one. Mm-hmm. Draft picks and that. Brisbane comfortably for mine. Uh, at home, they do get that home advantage with it being in the hub. Mm. Um, next game is Carlton v Melbourne at Marvel. Yep. What do you think? <laughs> what do I think? So I've heard for this game, um, Carlton, Mackay, Dave Mackay, Harry Mackay, sorry. Yeah. Harry, Dave's gone a fair way back. Uh, Harry Mackay, who did have a, a big injury issue with his groin, he'll come back in. And Eddie Betts should play his debut Ooh, for the Blues. And I forgot to mention on Friday uh, – no, no, I'm on the wrong game. So hang on, I'm getting me – I'm thinking Birchall still plays for Hawthorne. He doesn't anymore. I'll get to that later. Uh, so Betts should play his debut for Carlton. Um, this game, I mean, Melbourne, after all, uh, all the talk about how good they're going to be, came over obviously to Subi and uh, not Subi. Where do we play now? Optus. Uh, and we're, you know, never in it really against no. West Coast. Um, this is a big game for Melbourne mm-hmm. because the, you know, we know that reporters have got not a lot else to talk about at the moment. So they're just loving it's it. It's going to be hot over there in Melbourne. It so will be hot. So I think I'm, I'm. Bullish on the blues here. Mm. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Bullish on the blues. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going the blues. Okay. Well, it's a bit of a surprise for me. Um, I was sort of thinking the blues myself, so uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the blues. I think the D's have got no one who can kick goals. Mm. The blues have topped up in that area, um, and I think they'll they'll be all right this year. I think they'll be okay. Yep, I agree. Okay. They, they did all right. They almost got my 10 wins last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were big on last year. So we go now to the showdown. So this yeah. is the game before the Adelaide teams join. Uh, the Queensland hub. Yeah, the Queensland hub. hub. So Port and the Adelaide Crows at the Adelaide Oval on Saturday night. Should be a ripper. And a lot of revelations coming out of the Crows about more issues going on there. So, gee, that club just can't get it right. And um, Matthew Nix will be... Just hoping for it. Yeah, well, I think the coach is very highly rated, but I think behind the scenes is All this happened before he got there. Yeah, obviously. You know, there's still some guys there that uh, the only one that uh, comes to mind is Rusciuto because I don't know the other guys' uh, names, but um, he's been there the whole time and, yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Uh, And sort of uh, be interesting to see what jersey the uh, the power wears. It doesn't really matter because uh, neither of them will clash with the Adelaide jumper. So That's right. I think... I mean, I've always liked Adelaide. You know that. I know. I know. Um, but I'm worried about Adelaide. I think they're in struggle town. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go. Uh, I'm a little um, bullish on Port at the moment. I'm a little. Yeah. Yeah. I think. And they had a big win over the Suns in round one. So they're sitting top of the ladder at the moment. Just <laughs> if anyone remembers that, they're sitting top. And I'm going to back Port. Yeah. I'm back in Port as well. Uh, Port's set to welcome back Wines and Dixon back into that team. And for the Crows, important to mention that Tom Duday, after missing last year with his knee, having a bit more time because of the old uh, ISO, will be back hopefully for the Crows on Saturday night. Let's move to the home of football. (laughs) And uh, grand final preview. (laughs) 
the two coasts in, in 2050 or something. The two coasts, um, Gold Coast versus West Coast. Yeah. So uh, how are your boys going to go here? I watched some highlights of the uh, match sim yep. the other day and one player just really excited me. And I think this player is the difference. See the one that rolled his ankle? Or? No, he got a knock in the ankle and is <laughs> not that player and he'll be fine. But it's Nick Nat. Um, yeah. You know, after he played, what, four games last year. Um, this season is set up for Nick Nat. It is. Say. 16 minute quarters. Yep. Uh, you know, big break, short season. He could just absolutely He made Tom Hickey look like he was playing for Wanneroo under 16s. Like he, he was Wanneroo just is a sort of town <laughs> north, of, north of Perth, north for of Perth. those of you not in Perth. Um, so he, uh, he looked awesome, Nick Nat, just crunching blokes into the, into the turf. Uh, so pumped for him and I, I think this West will Coast be a smashing. Could be a debut, exciting thing for their sons, for Isaac Rankin. So oh, yeah. you know. he was a day, uh, draft pick two years ago. Wasn't yeah, he? but obviously injured with a bad hammy last year. So debut for Rankin, which would be exciting for the Suns. But yeah, I'm thinking West Coast by the length of the straight here. Yeah. Surely. Big win. Big win. On to Sunday. And uh, GWS against the Kangas, we start with. Yeah, a Giants stadium. And I uh, don't see anything other than a Giants win here. Yeah, I'm North were good in round one. Uh, you know, if recent form is anything to go by, if we can call it recent form these days. Giants were too. They were. <laughs> Four goals, Perryman, I think, uh, in the Perryman, yeah, there was yep. a name, wasn't it? And back for the Giants, great to see Callan Ward will come back for them after missing a big chunk of last year. So a bit of a spiritual leader kind of guy Yeah, is Callan Ward. Cogs back so in the, in the mix as well. So... Uh, I think the Giants, um, I, I think at the start of the year I was bullish on them and mm. I think they'll, they'll – I think the shortened season suits them as well. Yeah, well, they've had Especially not injuries, having to uh, – well, probably not as much travel I would imagine for them and that sort of thing. Oh, I don't know. I think they're good. Unless they get stuck coming to Perth in uh, a few weeks' time if Hope we so. have a little Perth hub Hope or something. So. Yeah, we'll see if they get uh, – See if they get to come and play West Coast at home at Metricon, please. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, so, uh, Giants for you? Giants for me, and comfortably. Me. Yep. Uh, that might be my 40 plus. Um, <laughs> Sydney Essendon at the SCG. Two games in Sydney on Sunday. Yeah, not bad, is it? If only you could go and watch. Uh, <laughs> you could do the double. Uh, Sydney Essendon. Mm, this is the Joe Danaher Cup. Yeah, well, uh, I think it was our man Cornsy who I met before just saying, oh, that all these clubs should have take a look at Danaher. Um, healthcentral.com should have a look at Danaher. That's all they should take a look at Danaher. Yeah, I'd, I, I would stay well clear of Danaher yep. as a trade option. Just his injury record is horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I think, is a pretty tough game to pick um, given it's at the SCG. I mean, I'd li- I think I like Essendon as the better team. Sydney is one ground, though, that is different. It's mm. genuinely different. Small ground. Um, Sydney play it very, very well. I don't rate Essendon as highly as what the Vic-centric media does. Um, uh, they've underachieved, I think, a little yeah. bit. And I think Sydney a better place than what a lot of people give them credit for. I, I mean, this is yeah, this is a tough one to pick. In Sydney, though. How I'm did Sydney go in, in round one, actually? They no. went down in round one. They Oh, no, they didn't. They won round one. They beat Adelaide. Um, oh, okay. And it was a, you oh, know. Three points. Yeah, in Adelaide. All right. So, so big win. That is a big win. Um, 
No, I think I'm still going to have to go Essendon. Uh, I don't know if that's just... Welcoming back Heppel, Hooker, McKernan and McKenna from that team that beat the Dockers in round one. Yeah, so they only just beat us in the end. So, you know, I guess that depends a little bit how how highly you rate uh, Frio, if that's a good win for them or not. Is there a crickets button? <laughs> this one? There is. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not the crickets. Yeah, there that one. Is. There we go. Uh, look, uh, I, don't, I feel like Sydney are a chance here, a, a big chance. Sydney. So, mm. Sydney for me. Okay. Well, yep. I'm going Essendon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, after that, last game of the round. And, you know, there was a lot of talk about St Kilda after their trade feats, if we can remember the trade feats of last year, getting in guys like yeah. Hill and some other people <laughs> now I can't they remember. They got rid of Bruce. Got rid of Bruce. Got rid Actually, of Actually, Bruce went to the dogs, didn't he? Yes. Oh, there we go. Uh, there you go. The Bruce Cup. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, they got in some some guys and they couldn't get the chocolates got out some in guys. round one by <laughs> North. Lost to North in round one after they were in front. Uh Two the points. dogs were woeful against the pies in round one. They were horrible. They were. And I don't really know if that game showed how good Collingwood were or how sh- bad <laughs> the dogs are. So, silent S so on the front of bad these I days. wasn't sure. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. See, the Saints here, they, they lost their first game, which they should have won. They've now got the dogs. Next week they've got Collingwood. Uh, and the week after they've got Richmond. Mm. They need to win here. Yeah, I think that I mean the dogs, and I like Brett I think Ratton. The dogs have underachieved significantly since 2016. Well, that's obvious. Yeah, last but, uh, year showed signs, though. It did. Like that midfield, mm. and they're, okay. they're all still there. And they've got two players that they wanted, Keith and Bruce, in the trade period. Yep. Dogs should be top four, in my opinion, this year. Yep. They need to be beaten St Kilda. They do. Okay, I've just talked myself into it. All right, I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah, I'm going the dogs. All right. That's round two. And just one point. And I'm going to support a point that was made to me by one of our key uh, supporters, subscribers, all that. Listeners. In Big Dave Reynolds. And Big Dave wanted to just have a bit of a rant. And I'll rant for you, Dave, because round five, I'm going to just cast your eyes forward to round five, the key game of that weekend, Thursday, July 2nd, West Coast versus Richmond at Metricon Stadium. Big Dave is not happy that uh, we have to shell out a home game to Richmond at Metricon. Not happy. Yeah, it's a bit rough. I guess you've got to have to take one for a home game or two up there if you... I'd rather play them there than the MCG. I'll, I'll go that way. But yep. I know the AFL... I mean, you just can't play. I know the AFL hates to have to again. disadvantage Richmond and Collingwood in any way mm. possible. Wouldn't want to get them to travel or anything. Uh, no, we hate getting those teams on a plane. And as you can see, let's see the first four weeks. Oh, no, Collingwood actually make the pilgrimage up to Sydney, which is, you know, outrageous. Um, but, uh, yeah, a bit, bit cheeky. Well, it's a bit similar to the Dockers have a home game against Port in round two, or three, sorry. Well, they're both hubs, mate. Come on. Yeah, they're both hubs, but, you know. Get over it. I'd rather play our home <laughs> game of against Port at, at Optus rather than at Metricon. Uh, home of football. Sure. But Richmond, you know. Yeah. Get them over to Optus. Yep. We'll sort that out. <laughs> yep. That's the, that's the crowd supporting. Thanks, Big Dave. And, and, for and there's the crew. Oh, the crickets. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. 
probably an issue with delivery. We'll come back with our bet of the week and our key tips for round two. Thanks for sticking around. Holding the ball with Mike and Bomber. All right, we're back to wrap up here. Thanks for tuning in to the Holding the Ball podcast. This is episode number 58. So wherever you're tuning in, thanks for doing so. And I hope you're enjoying getting back into some footy. Now, some big prediction time. So firstly, uh, we need a certainty for the week. Thank you, Mike. So my certainty for the week is the Giants against North Melbourne. I think that they look like one of the teams to beat this year. And uh, at Giants Stadium, I don't think North Melbourne have got enough to to beat them. Okay. How about you? Yeah, well, there's a sticker that you can get that you can put on the back of your car saying that I support West Coast, any team that plays Frio. So I'm going to go the double certainty after Mike had a crack at me off air for saying my certainty was West Coast. So I'm going to table that in. Ladies and gents, get 100 bucks this weekend and put it on West Coast and Brisbane and a multi because uh, West Coast will beat the Gold Coast and Brisbane will beat Frio this weekend. Double certainty. Double certainty. All right. Double well, that, certainty. That's different. What about the heat is on? I mentioned it before. I just don't rate Melbourne and – I think that the longer it goes, it'll it'll end up being that 2018 was the aberration, not the other way around. I just think they're not that good. Simon Goodwin's not that good. Um, and I think Carlton oh. will beat Melbourne, and I think Melbourne will be under the microscope wow. after round two. I'd hate to be your cousin at, uh, you know, family <laughs> gatherings. I hate it. Josh, shout out to you. Um Newly married, Josh, by the way. Oh, just really? Congratulations, oh, yeah, mate. that wasn't that long well ago. Yeah. Yeah, just pre, uh, pre-isolation. Oh, just, <laughs> just, just, got in, in just got in in time. Very good. Uh, heat, is, heat is on for me, the dogs. Um, Horrible round one. We mentioned that they've underachieved since 2016. Bad round one. Bad last week in round one. I mean, one. they were good at the end of last season, but they just need to – I mean, this season could suit them if they get on, get on the horse and get going. Get on the dogs. Short, uh, <laughs> short season. So, look, oh, I think they've got a scary good midfield, um, and you know they've bolstered at the uh, the back end. I think so. Hopefully, they go all right. Yep. So the dogs. Is, uh, what's his name? Uh, fit. Who's what's Boy. his name? Um, Bruce. No. Um, Shaggy. The other one. <laughs> uh, Norton. The good one. Astronaut. Yeah. Is he? Is he? Because he was injured, wasn't he? Sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's fit. We'll edit that bit out. We'll, uh, we'll work that out. Um, all right. Our bet of the week. Your bet. It's time for our bet now. I'm, I've been told by the boys, you know, we're sick of punting about the weather and Russian ping pong. So we're, we're ready now that we can bet on. Wow, you're in a betters club or something. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we want to encourage everyone to gamble responsibly. Can you bet on the weather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can. Um, Give that a go. Get on the ping pong. <laughs> get Might some good stuff on there. my football tipping. So. Maybe. So I've managed to get a nice little bet here. So on my predictions, and this is my one, if this gets over the line, I'm home. All right. Carlton to beat Melbourne, paying 249. I'm happy with that. Um, underdogs. West Coast to win by 40 plus, paying 225. And. Josh Kennedy to kick four or more goals is paying 360. That, uh, after a little boost, gets us to 15.35 for our bet of the week. And I think if Carlton can do their bit here and uh, knock off the Ds, 
might be a good little investment. Ten dollars, of course. Yeah, gamble responsibly. No, it's a good Mike, bet, and over it's, to you. It's eerily similar to mine. So okay. uh, here we go. I've gone West Coast forty plus two twenty five. Mm-hmm. I think that's basically a gimme. Yep. Uh, I've gone Carlton on the line. Oh, what's the line? Eleven and a half. Okay. Yeah, so don't I mind think that. That's pretty solid at a dollar yeah. ninety, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And then I've gone Charlie Cameron to kick three plus goals. It's at Freo. Two dollars thirty. Had a good year last year, Charlie Cameron. Did. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind that. That's a bit left field from you. It is a little bit, and uh, I like it. That's what's uh, the pain? Sorry, did I miss that? Nine eighty three, or I've gone the power play ten twenty four. That's all right. Very solid, I think. Yeah. I'll have a hundred bucks in the bank, thank you. Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Uh, well, that's our bets. Have we got anything else that we need to say? We want to mention our handles because we oh, have good done idea. that for eighty odd days. Yes, um, we've seen. We've had some new people liking the Facebook, and I love we that. Have yeah. So, so get on the Facebook. On board. Uh, holding the ball podcast. I oh, know. Holding the ball. Holding the ball. Uh, yes. On the ball <laughs> is on uh, Facebook and uh, at Hold Ball Pod on Twitter. Yep. And uh, what, uh, holding the ball podcast at gmail.com is the email if you want to. We love to hear from get you. Get in touch. And uh, we'll, we'll give you a shout out. So before our next podcast, uh, we'll put out some things on the handles if you want to be on the show, if you want us to discuss your opinion. Mm. And we talk about the games of round two and the lead into round three. Get in touch. And uh, we'll see you next week. This is Holding the Ball, the podcast with Mike and Bomber.